Hi, this is Frank Schaefer. I have had the pleasure of talking to some of the leading authors, artists, activists, and change makers of our time on this podcast. And I want to personally thank you for subscribing, listening, and sharing 100 plus episodes over 100,000 times. We have a lot of work to do to heal our divisions and secure our democracy. And I look forward to more conversations with those important voices that will bring clarity to the situation we find ourselves in as we move toward November of 2024. If you appreciate these conversations and my cultural and political commentary, please subscribe to this podcast in conversation with Frank Schaefer on your favorite platform and to my substack, It Has to Be Said, which can be found at frankschaefer.substack.com. I'd really appreciate the help. Thank you. Hi, this is Frank Schaefer. And when the New York Times did an article on me leaving the evangelical fold, they described my family as evangelical royalty. That's because my father, Francis Schaefer, in the 1970s and 80s, along with C. Everett Koop, and with the help of people like President uh, Ronald Reagan and the Bush family, um, introduced what later became known as the pro-life movement to evangelical circles that until then had often been ambivalent toward the issue of abortion or pro-choice. Fast forward to the fact that I left that movement and am now a critic of the evangelical movement, but today I want to talk from the point of view of someone who also once really found so many good things in evangelicalism and offer a warning to those evangelicals that still are open to hearing from old backsliding black sheep like me who have left the movement. You know, when I got my girlfriend Jeannie pregnant when we were 17 and 18, I was in Labrie Fellowship, my parents' ministry, and no group of people could have been kinder, more tolerant, or more supportive of us teen parents. That was 53 years ago, and Jeannie and I are still together, and a lot of that is because of the love and the care that evangelicals gave us. So it makes me sad, though I have left the movement, to see evangelicals so busy self-destroying themselves, self-destructing. And of course, with the advent of becoming the principal backers of Donald Trump, very foolish evangelical leaders like Franklin Graham, Ralph Reed, and many others, including Jerry Falwell Jr., who now has been disgraced after this whole pool boy incident, whatever, dove in headfirst because supposedly Trump was going to appoint pro-life judges, and he did, and Roe v. Wade was overturned, and they they won a battle, but not the war. Uh, they're going to lose that war, but they won a battle. Fast forward to the present day, where the Supreme Court majority is made up now of heavily indoctrinated religious people, Roman Catholic fundamentalists, people like a Amy Coney Barrett, who grew up in an evangelical slash Roman Catholic cult, um, and others who would have been unthinkable to be appointed to the court in an earlier era. This, this evangelical-controlled and Roman Catholic, conservative Roman Catholic, fanatical minority of Americans, but now the majority of the court, is getting set to rule, saying that evangelicals, as a matter of conscience, can break the law and discriminate against other Americans, gay Americans, whomever it might be, if it flies in the face of their so-called religious beliefs or conscience. But I want to warn my old evangelical friends and just say that this is really going to be the final straw. This would be the fastest route to becoming the most hated and feared group in America. You're welcome to do that if you want, 
But the very fact that evangelicals are claiming special privileges outside of the Constitution, outside of the Bill of Rights, outside of the rule of law, fits in with Donald Trump saying we have to get past the Constitution, in fact, dis disregard it entirely or dismiss it from our history and rewrite it to accommodate conservative voters. This is a level of fanaticism that belongs in a place like Iran, not in the United States. If indeed the court rules in favor of evangelicals saying you can discriminate against gay people, trans people, black people, women, whomever it may be, in any situation that conflicts with your conscience, for instance, insurance companies providing contraceptives to women, as Hobby Lobby went to the court and, and won a case on that they didn't have to provide contraceptive coverage, whether it's abortion, whether it's gay rights, whether it's interracial relationships, whatever it may be. This way lies madness. It's un-American, it's undemocratic, it's inhumane, and be careful what you wish for. Because if you think that a great majority of people rose up in anger against Roe being, over being overturned, wait until more and more Americans run into this buzzsaw that they have to treat people equally, except when it comes to evangelicals treating the rest of us any way they want to if they claim that their faith is being impinged upon or conservative Roman Catholics, or whatever it may be. We already get into that with Roman Catholic hospitals refusing to do certain procedures. We already get into that with Hobby Lobby and other companies run by evangelicals refusing to provide contraceptive coverage to their employees. If that begins to extend to not serving people in stores or restaurants, we're back at whites-only lunch counters. And believe me, evangelical friends and brothers and sisters in Christ from the past, there are more of us outside of evangelicalism than there are in it. You are a minority now, and a very stupid minority if you, as it were, try to update the segregated lunch counter and say, you're not going to serve people by doing graphics for their wedding design invitations or wedding cakes, whatever it may be, on gay marriage or trans rights or whatever. There are more of us than there are of you. This is a very stupid move because someone is going to turn around and say, okay, we won't serve you anymore. Maybe an ER doctor or a nurse and says, hey, you're an evangelical pastor. You don't perform gay weddings. I am a lesbian nurse. I'm not going to put this IV in your arm. Why should I? Everything you stand for is against what I believe. Lawyers, the fire department, whomever. Why should the rest of us treat you with dignity if you can't treat us with dignity? Be warned. I know you don't like me. I know I am seen as anathema to the evangelical world, a traitor to your cause. But, you know, even a stop clock is right twice a day. This is Frank Schaefer, and I happen to be right on this. Be careful what you wish for. Thank you. In Conversation with Frank Schaefer is a production of the George Bailey Morality and Public Life Fellowship. It is produced by Ernie Gregg and hosted by Frank Schaefer, author of Fall in Love, Have Children, Stay Put, Save the Planet, Be Happy, a post-pandemic blueprint for rebalancing work and family in favor of love and living. To learn more and support the show, please visit lovechildrenplanet.com. <laughs>